knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is episode 112 of the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the universe. I'm Mike, and with me, as always, is my brother, the beautiful, sensual Jason. Hello, Jason. What's up? It's Jason. Just got back from work, got around to Destiny Inn, and now I'm here to talk about Kingdom Hearts on the podcast that I helped start, me, Jason. I've been here for a hundred and something episodes, and I'm so excited to talk about Kingdom Hearts because it's what I do every week on this podcast. Me, Jason, every week I do this right here. Sometimes I stream with you as well, Mike, because I am your brother, Jason. That's true. You are my brother. I love I love sitting down with my brother, Mike, because I'm Jason, and I just love talking about Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, uh, hey, Jason. Uh, yeah, I, we, we already did this. I'm oh, here. no, no, yes. not you. The real Jason's here. Sean, what are you doing here? <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Sean, what are you doing here? Oh, I, I, I gotta go. Mike, can you explain what just happened? Uh, nothing, dude. Not a big deal. Uh, anyway, we're gonna uh, restart the podcast now. One who knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness, and your heart will grow even stronger. Tidings and welcome to the Ansem Report podcast, the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast on the internet. I'm Mike, and with me, as always, is the sexy, smart, Mm-mm. kind mm. of cool Jason. Cool. How's it going? Uh, uh, hi, <laughs> I'm Jason. Hi, hi, wait. Uh- Something's not right. Yeah, hold on. We got to restart the intro. Yeah, okay. Hold on. One who knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness, and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Ansem Report Podcast. This is episode number 112 of the Ansem Report Podcast. I'm Mike, and with me, as always, is my brother, the very, very toit. Toit as a tiger. Mm-hmm. Jason. Mm-hmm. Hello, Jason. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. I, I mean, I don't know why I said welcome back, because you were definitely here last week. Yeah. Um, I've been here for like five intros, probably. Right. Yeah, probably something like that. And uh, welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. I, I got to be honest with you. We don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, because, you know, Kingdom Hearts News isn't popping just kidding it's fucking popping off kingdom hearts is going <laughs> they crazy. thought they thought y'all thought we didn't have anything to talk about <laughs> first of all <clears throat> square enix company you might be familiar with yeah the, yeah uh, the maker of kingdom hearts vaguely yeah, yeah yeah if you're vaguely familiar the maker of kingdom hearts and more importantly just cause <laughs> is uh <laughs> has announced their e3 plans wow so in an interview with nick nikai as translated by vgc and silicon era Shout outs to them. Square Enix CEO Yosuke Matsuda commented on what games 
of Square Enix's he was looking forward to this year. Alongside upcoming games like this week's Near Replicant and mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, Matsuda confirmed that there's more to come. We'll oh, be announcing shit. the rest of the lineup later, said Matsuda. And we're also planning to make an announcement at E3 in June, so please keep your eyes peeled. Oh, shit. Now, the, this isn't the exact quote I had read previously. The exact quote I read is that they have a, a number of games they are announcing. Oh, shit. So I don't know what's real. I don't know what's real there. But Kingdom immediately people yeah, started speculating. Kingdom Hearts. Now, I think I, I, I was talking um, with our chat on twitch.tv slash Super Spaghetti Bros. Go subscribe and follow and all that. Uh, I was I was talking to Thank our you. chat uh, while I was speedrunning the other day. Got a PB, by the way. and Clean, by the way. Clean. It was clean. I think if there's anything Kingdom Hearts related there, it will be just like a fucking logo. It will be like <laughs> Sora running away from the de- demon tide in Twilight Town ass. And then <laughs> yeah. Kingdom Hearts 4 coming soon. You know, it's not going to be like... Oh my gosh, here's the game and here's what it is and here's everything. I, I just think it's too It's going to be the smallest little bit of something. Right. It's going to be the littlest smackerel, yeah. if you will. The, yeah. little, the littlest Winnie the Pooh smackerel. A little morsel. Um, I'd love to be wrong about that. Dude, that'd be lit to be wrong. That would be lit to be wrong. It sounds like a good song title. Lit to be wrong. Like maybe Billy Joel wrote Lit to be wrong. <laughs> I'm lit to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's on the album yep lit lit to be wrong baby um but yeah that uh i'm more interested in like what they're what else they're gonna do i mean I'm, the problem with square enix right now is like people hear square enix and they're like oh kingdom hearts final fantasy dragon quest other jrpgs and then what we get in reality is cock riders <laughs> and just cause yeah and life is strange yeah you know oh what i mean God, oh so it's no. like it's like i we as a community uh, kingdom hearts community get way too excited about these kind of enough like even that okay there was that square enix presentation right uh, yeah. and everybody was like what if they announced kingdom melody and memory dlc <laughs> and it was like this is gonna be about cock riders the whole time <laughs> and it was <laughs> Yeah. It was just like Balan Wonder Dick. Yeah. Which that's a Japanese that's actually a Japanese made game. It's not part of the like um Eidos and Crystal Dynamics version of of Square Enix, but still. Do you do you have any any kind of um hope that there's gonna be something Kingdom Hearts announced at E3, Jason? Absolutely. They're going to announce the next Kingdom Hearts game. It's going to be lit. And you know what? It's going to have. Do you know what it's going to have? Why are you Dwayne the Rock Johnson in <laughs> me right now, dude? I, I feel like I'm, you're cutting a promo on me pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you know what it's going to have? You got to call me a candy ass or you say, tell me you're going to. St- I'm going to take my 12 size boot, turn it sideways, <laughs> and stick it's it's it straight, straight up there. You're going to you're gonna, you gotta do that. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to have playable Axel. Oh my it's going to have Scold. It's going to have no Ventus. There's going to be no Ventus. And no Jiminy Cricket. Woo! 
Let's go. Well, let me say, Jason. That's my. That's that's what's gonna happen. As the new as my the, prediction. As as if you're running for president of Square Enix, man, you got my vote. <laughs> you got my vote. Jay Conus uh, in the chat. I'm just hoping for the Mickey Zem this game. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> that's gonna, no, that's like a fever dream. No. Yeah, that's what I want. That was dude. like a not a good dream. No, that was a great dream, dude. <laughs> I was so fucking excited for the Mickey Zem this game, dude. It was fun. I was I was popping off and sleep my sleep. I was like and he, and and like Mickey's like, team up would be pal. And he's like, Darkness <laughs> is a turtle. And they like team up. Yeah. And and uh there's a scene where there's a scene where they're in Jensen's tower together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mickey is like, I can't do this anymore. I have to leave. And then Zemnis turns to him and he says one word. <laughs> Leaving. <laughs> anyway, I hope that um, whatever Square Enix brings us for Christmas on, on E3, that it's exciting, even if it's not Kingdom Hearts. Because we, we love Kingdom Hearts, but we don't just love Kingdom Hearts. Uh I'm hoping that I believe it's in June. Is that correct? I think it's the first week of June. Time is a flat circle. It is. Hopefully we can, uh, we can live stream some of these conferences, at least the square Enix one. That'd be dope. That would be dope. Since E3 is an all digital event. Anyway, maybe we can uh, go on twitch.tv slash super spaghetti bros and we can live stream. Um, us reacting. Yeah. Check me out. Why react? Yeah. It's just going to be a lot of me molding about games we've already seen. Death Loop. Dude, I swear to fucking God. Death Loop. Starring Death Loop. Coming Death Loop. By Bethesda Studios. It just works. Anyway, Jason, speaking of reacting to things, uh, last week you and I did a pretty piss poor job of going over. Uh, I was terrible. Yeah, you were. Let me be the first to say I listened to it. Just to make sure, you know, I listened to every episode just to hear what I could do better. And God damn it, I sucked a dick on this one, dude. Yeah, you could say you were a Hugh Janus. I was a Hugh H-U-E Janus on the last episode. Yeah, definitely. What I'll say is this. I We rewatched the cutscenes that were released. I mean, God, it was probably almost a month ago now. And, uh... I think you have some thoughts on them. I finally have thoughts on them. You finally have thoughts on them. So let's do the Union Cross 5 Minutes! Oh my god! All right, Jason. If you guys don't know what the Union Cross 5 Minutes is... Basically, Jason's been playing through I've been Union playing Cross. It. <laughs> he definitely has been. Yeah. He's definitely not not playing it, mm-hmm. um, but he's been playing it, and uh, basically, he wants to tell you about his experience, but now he's not playing it because the game sucks, but he is going to explain or go over what happened in these this large amount of cutscenes in five minutes your time starts now. Okay, so uh, we when we last left our heroes back in Dragon Ball Z... It's only five episodes till the whole world explodes. Can't Goku make it back in time? On this episode of Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) 
that that was great, dude. Thank Holy you. shit. Thank you. Uh, that also ate up 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Minutes, that's so needed. <laughs> so basically, it's all the dandelion boys, and they're all, and girls, and they're all in the room with darkness, and darkness is like, yo, I'm going to kill you all. And they're like, not if we kill you first. And then they fight. And then they they start losing. Like fucking Skull gets thrown into the wall, bodied. Fucking Lorium. Lorium, bodied. Ventus, already Ventus been bodied. Already been bodied. Didn't even like take a hit. Been bodied. Brain, bodied. Brain. All that's left. Yeah. The scarf man himself. Yeah, dude. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't do this by myself. And then you know, they talk about shit because, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Brain kind of baits it and is like, yo, you say you're not after anything, but I kind of feel like you're after something, dude. Yeah, or else dude, you uh, wouldn't be trying liar, to stop liar, us. Your pants on fire. Yeah, like, yeah, your your pants is on fire. And he goes, <gasps> we don't wear pants. And then <laughs> we, we, we don't short have a guy. form. <laughs> we don't wear pants. And I, if I did, I wouldn't wear them. They're too restrictive. To business casual. We wear shorts only. Cargo shorts. <laughs> to hold all With our the darkness. big pockets. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway. Then, Scold, she fucking kip-ups. She and she's like, it's time to die. And then, not only that, but fucking a portal fucking opens up in the side of the fucking building. Because that makes sense. And guess who comes through? It's me, the player character! And then, you Cheer fight him. Yeah, yeah. Cheer and Cheerthy, yeah. No, but then Cheerthy gets bodied. I think, then... Cheer- I think Cheerthy's like... When I make that noise, I feel like that... Um... Male choir, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, sir, sir, be that quiet, sir. They're men with families. Get me that choir. Anyway, I think it's the first time we fit that into the podcast, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. Travesty, honestly, dude. You're welcome. That's a top ten meme of all time. It is. Anyway, um, yeah. So then you fight them off, and then. Ven kick finally wakes up after the crowd has been chanting, Ven is sleeping. Ven is sleeping. For like 10 minutes, he finally wakes up. Like, okay, Yeah, dude, he did the, sure. old, the old classic Royal Rumble strategy. Yeah. You come in in like number three, you get you get thrown under the bottom rope, and you lay you there sleep. till the last two. You sleep. Yep. Anyway, he puts his hand on his heart and then fucking like blows up in light. And then... All the all the darklings around him. There was darklings, by the way. Uh, they all explode, and then darklings, by the way. And then there's this really cringe moment where he's like, he's like, if I'm pure light and you're pure darkness, and uh, then I can turn you into a form that, that we can that, that that we can defeat. And then the real cringe moment is Lorium is like, no, I can't lose you too. And then he's like. Everything's gonna be okay. And then fucking just goes and gets and then, fucking body. And Lorium's like, Ven, I love you. Yeah. And Ven's like, I know. And then he jumps, <laughs> in, he jumps into the dark. The cringe. Darkness. Cringe. And, <laughs> and then it cuts to 
uh, the master. No, no delusion. It cuts to Luigi walking into a room with a different with, with a, a different part of darkness. The yeah, one that, that people thought was Ava because it's kind of shaped like a person. Yeah, where the darkness they were fighting is more just like a. It's like a ball. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a ball, a dark ball, and then. Uh, Luju was kind of like 17 seconds. Luju was kind of like, yo, dude, this is kind of sus that you're over here by yourself and it's kind of just trying to bait him. Mm. And then he puts a fucking body into the fucking arc. <laughs> I don't know who it is. <laughs> and then he just sends that bitch talking about it's the true dandelion. <laughs> like, shut the fuck you up. Like, you were like, you... <laughs> <laughs> I said. I said, you have 17 seconds. He goes, and then Luigi just puts a fucking body. <laughs> just skipping our whole conversation. He just chucks a fucking body in the arc. He looked like he was holding like a beach towel. Yeah, no, that's a body. That's a fucking body. That's a body. So, <laughs> officer, officer, this, this man right man. here. So, um, then I'll explain the rest since you her five minutes is up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about yeah, it. Anymore. You're not allowed to talk about it anymore <laughs> contractually. Um, so the master masters it cuts. I don't know if this was like before, or after. It's not really clear no, where this yeah. scene takes place, but it's the master masters talking with that same darkness. And um, not it's a whole lot to say. Scene in all of Kingdom Hearts. But basically, Master Master just explains what his goal with the um, Book of Prophecies and his Keyblade is, and that's to create waypoints in time that he can jump to, um, using the pre-set up uh, time travel laws that that we've set up in this world that Maleficent uses, um, supposedly, uh, and so. He then also remarks that something's caught his eye in the future, and it's a world he even he cannot know of, which we're presuming is um, Quadratum, or uh, as uh, a world of neither light or darkness, as they all say like thirty times in that cutscene. Jesus, uh, a world of fiction, unreality, a world. It's a world of <laughs> like, and there's like six different voices that this say it somehow. Summer. So you're saying it's a world, a world of not darkness or light? With no light or darkness. A world. On the other of side. Unreality. On the other side of fiction. It On is, it is in fact side. fiction. And what do we, Sora's hearts have touched? The other side. Sora's hearts have touched. One of what my you don't, favorite songs. What you don't understand is that Sora has touched the hearts of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, especially Flea, multiple yes. times. And it, his, his hearts are touching ours. And, and it's the on bass. the other side of reality. Unreality, if you will. Yes. So um, I guess my one question for you, Jason, about all this is who the fuck is the true dandelion? Okay, dude. It's got to be Kyrie, right? The true dandelion's either Kyrie or Sora. I don't think it's Sora. I I think the whole point of Kingdom Hearts <clears throat> is that Sora's not anybody special. Hmm. His friends are what makes him powerful. Hmm. I I think it'd be more likely if Riku was the true dandelion. If you're gonna go that route. Hmm. Personally, but I yeah. think it's Kyrie. I think we're finally gonna get why what her why is she still a princess of light? Why? I can see it being Riku, because 
like he he he's like yo dude i'm not i'm not supposed to be on this fucking island type shit right, right. and then also he has darkness in him dude and that darkness that was watching him could have been like, yo, dude, I'm sprinkling some darkness on this body real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, exactly. He salt bathed some darkness on his body <laughs> right there, bait. dude. <laughs> That's why he has a lot of darkness, dude. I mean, it's lame if it's like Ventus, right? Because we just saw it's Ventus. giga lame. Well, because I think Ventus... I hate Ventus. <laughs> I think um, what what happens there is... Obviously, that that scene is like the formation of Vanitas, as yeah. you and I talked about last week. That that's has to be what that is, right? Dude, okay. I just can I say, I'm so fucking sick of this fucking like. You don't know who this is. You don't know who this is. You don't know who this is. Because it's like this is something that's been going on for so many fucking years, bro. And like. Not even necessarily in this specific situation. It's just a fucking... You don't know who people are, like, a majority of the time that you fucking know them, dude. And even when you think you know them, and you think they're just some kooky guy named Zigbar, you don't know them. I thought you were, like, crossing over into real life, like, you think you know somebody, and and then then they become a total darkness. And then they start inviting other people on the podcast, and they... Jason's Jason.exe has stopped working. Um, sorry, it's got a really weird mic. So the other the <laughs> other news of Union Cross that we haven't talked about yet is that originally at the end of this month was supposed to be the finale, mm-hmm. and then what? Oh, they I have re- another. I have another point. Oh, sorry. Okay, so this whole fucking time they're like, "Yo, Book of Prophecies is the Book of Prophecies is the Book of Prophecies is the Book of Prophecies, right? Like okay, it's sure. the Book of Prophecies, yep. right? Yep. And just on a fucking whim, this motherfucker is going to be like, "Oh yeah, it's just kind of like random events I decided." Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I could have left he he pretty much insinuates that he could have left out anything that he wanted to leave out. Well, right. I mean, it, it's always been implied. So it's th- like, yo, this could not even fucking matter, baby. Well, here's the thing. It's I think it's always been implied that the Book of Prophecies wasn't like the complete future. Um, right. Because I think that would be an impossibly large book, for one. And two, like, it's always been implied that the Master of Masters is up to something. And so it's like, you don't know. Well, to me, it just means that the, the Book of Prophecies doesn't mean, like, anything, then. Yeah, just, like, well, it's it not, does. It's, it's, it's just going to kind of, to me, I feel like it's not being brought back up. Right, I don't, I don't. Like, I think that's them kind of being like, I yo, we're kind of done with this now. the all this is the box. It's not the Book of Prophecies. Yeah. And I don't think the Book of Prophecies is in the box. I think that's lame, and I don't think yeah. that's where they're going. So no, I think I the Book of Prophecies so. has kind of lived its life. That's it's, what I'm saying. Like, he right. just randomly is like, yo, by the way, it's kind of just the thing. Right. <laughs> what the fuck i mean i think that's fine <laughs> like not everything has to live forever yeah I mean, that, it, yeah it, it can have a beginning and an end that's true. like we don't always have to bring all the characters back in the third game just to be alive for some reason even though they told their stories were told true which is what we do now here in kingdom hearts Lane. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do we go roxas sure yeah she don't even know when you know who the fuck she is bring her back <laughs> bring her fucking back what's that Axel's a Keyblade wielder now? All right, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Nothing unfortunate unfortunate's going to happen to his voice actor. Just fucking put you him are, in. You already know Isa getting one in the next <laughs> game. <laughs> He's, gonna have He's a- got a motherfucking Keyblade symbol on his face. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Anyway, uh, like I was saying, the, 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 is that, was that your last point about this? I don't want to cut you um, off anymore. 
yeah, basically then cringe. Uh DeLorean Ven moment, more cringe. The the fight where they're like they're kind of like it was actually kind of poggers for yeah. a bit, dude. Not gonna the lie. The animations are pretty cool. I'm not I gonna watched lie. Demo when do they the were fight. fighting. I watched Demo do the fight, it was pretty cool. When they were fighting, it was kind of poggers, dude. A bit cringe when the player character showed up, not gonna lie. That's just my opinion. I don't like the player character. I don't like the player character. Um also, Dude, can you also Master Master song cringe? Can you please make a video? <laughs> it just, it's it's like the I don't like the Koopa Quid video, but it's I don't like the player character, <laughs> and you go through all these reasons why the player character sucks. Yeah, the fucking lo-fi music. So here's the thing about the player character. He sucks because he's me and I suck and I hate myself. <laughs> oh my god. He's exposed me. Fucking hell. Anyway, can I get to the next point of Union Cross news? Yeah, cringe. Cringe. Uh, it was supposed to end this month at the end of this month, but I think it's taking them longer than they anticipated. Mm-hmm. And so now it's going to be cut into two parts, which actually I believe that's only been announced in Japan. So we don't know what's happening here. They haven't said anything about global. Right. Like we're going to wait for fucking global to drop. Well, it's all caught up now. They made a point with this last update of catching up global. Oh, so global is caught up to Japan. Oh, wow. It's like they could have done it the whole time. Right. It's time. almost like they could have done it the whole time. <laughs> uh, but in Demo's molding. I'm no, sorry, Demo, Demo was very excited, actually. He's been molding for a long time about Demo this. has been molding for a long time. <laughs> He's got a nice head of hair on him. You yeah. need to see some molding. Here. Right. Exactly. But. So we don't know what's going to happen. I'm have longer hair than me. I'm assuming next <laughs> week when we do the podcast, we are going to have a, a new update to talk about. I'm assuming. Dude, that would be poggers. But you know what they say when you assume? It's you're very always, cringe. You're always cringe. True. <laughs> and it never goes wrong. And it never goes wrong. It's very cringe. Uh, so I think next week what we're going to do to Jason is I'm going to. I'm going to get KH3 on PC. Oh, my God. And we're going to find some mods. Oh, my God. And we're going to find next week. We're going to showcase. That's Bio right. Roxas has been doing a really nice job showcasing mods and other, other content creators. Mm-hmm. I want to find the most cringe <laughs> KH3 mod. Dude, you know what I want to find, dude? The motherfucking boob slider, boys. <laughs> Let's go. So Jason, Jason, Sora I are, with the big old badonkaroo. So Jason and I are going to find the same thing. <laughs> uh, That's right. Goofy's got some big old bitties. <laughs> I got some mommy milkers. My <laughs> milkers keep getting in the way. <laughs> oh, boy. But All right. Dummy Before fit. we take a quick break and get to the question of the week, I just want to say, um, Bar, I'm getting my vaccine today, as in when you're listening to this. Yeah, because you're, you're all true fans and are listening to it on the day it drops. Right, exactly. Um, it's my second dose, and so Saturday I might not feel very great, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping I feel okay. And what Jason and I plan to do is, um, our our good friend Omni in the Tatsumaki community is doing a mod. An absolutely corked individual. Absolutely corked individual. He's doing a mod where we replace all the all the battle lines in the game with different members of his community. And Jason and I are going to be voicing a couple of these. Yeah. And we're gonna be we're gonna be recording our voice lines live on stream uh on Saturday. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. So um I don't have a time yet. 
It'll probably be in the evening. Yeah. But EST. Yeah, if you're interested in that, I, I'm doing Beast and Jason's doing Lumiere. I might also do somebody else. Well, but I'm going to talk to them because it's already taken. Mm. But it's a minor, minor character. Mm. Um, also, there's Tatsu has assigned some surprise ones to us that I haven't told you about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're ones that they're ones that aren't on the list and he wants us to do them. So, oh, OK. Nice. Um, but, but but you guys will find out if you're watching the stream on Saturday. So. Like people aren't even allowed to pick these. They're not. They're not even on the list. No, <laughs> they're not even on the list. Nice. And he when, when I was uh, I was on his couch during one of his speed runs and he was like, it would be really sick if you and Jason did these two characters. So mm. I think um, I know. I think you do, too. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, <laughs> you guys don't know. Yeah, you guys, you guys don't, know. don't know. You guys don't know. So uh, we're, we're, we're going to we're going to do that live on stream. So please join us. It's going to be very funny. Um. As long as I don't even, I mean, I'm going to try to do it even if I feel like death. Cause yeah. I think, I think I'll, it will, the passion of how sick I feel will be in the beast voice lines, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're out. <laughs> I already, I'm, like, I'm literally telling Jason to get out. Like it's not even, a, it's not even voice acting. Yeah, dude. You're going to have fucking hair growing <laughs> out your chest and on your forearms. Dude, I, the, the vaccine might make your me a beast. Sideburns are going to be coming in heavy. Yeah. It's going to be. <laughs> It's going to be pretty wild. So anyway, please join us. Unibrow even. I'm already halfway there. I'm already half unibrow. Uh, (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do the question of the week. So I hope you will please look forward to that. We'll be right back. Get out. Welcome back to the Answer Report podcast. Jason, you know what time it is? Um, well, my phone is loading and I can tell you what time it is. Okay. It's time for the question of the week. It's time for the question of the week. Sorry. It's just a sick. It's, it's slow loading. <laughs> Sorry. This week's question of the week actually comes from you, Jason. What? And it says, what is your least favorite Kingdom Hearts world and why? Why would we let my question be on there? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I would let us like trade off like we did last week, but I don't want to repeat a few Janus. Mm, yeah, so I'm an absolute dunce. <laughs> you're you're pretty dumb. So, uh, <laughs> first up is Energy Scott, and he says Atlantica because of Atlantica. That is all. And Jip Amen, adds brother. Jip adds to his answer. Spin this way, we'll dance and we'll play. SB Cat, world's pickiest eater, says. <laughs> My least favorite cage world is Cage Two Pirates. It just seems so boring and unimagined, and I always dread playing it. That stupid coin heartless battle too. Annoying. I hate this world. Very, very cancer boss. True. Y'all nag says Atlantica from cage one. Both Ursula fights infuriate me and I hate not being able to guard. Yeah, but she is a mommy though. <laughs> Her poopsies. Mommy's poopsies. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the, can, can we, can we replace that? Uh, replace mommy milkies with mommy poopsies. <laughs> No. <laughs> Alex Assemble alternatively says Neverland in 358 over two days because that shit hurling bullshit hitbox dumbass rule of the sky boss is there. Fuck. And then he crossed out anyways, uh Atlantica bad. True. Bamboo. Shots of bamboo says Pirates World in Cage 3 because dear God, those boats just let Jack sail, please. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, God. Then there's all the crabs you got to find. Wait, why is Jack made of crabs, too? What's happening? Oh, God. Jeez. Oh, fuck. I'm scared. <laughs> Dude, that's that's lit. A lit time. What the fuck? 
I, I feel like I want to reread that in like a Saul Rosenberg. Oh, what's happening? Oh, God. Oh, geez. Oh, fuck. I'm scared. Oh, God. Then there's all the crabs you got to find. My Wait, shadow why? was chasing me. Why is Jack made of crabs, too? What? Oh, my God. And my shadow, when, it, when we're then, alone, it chokes and me. Then I sneezed and my shoes fell off. My shadow, it tried to drop a toaster in the bathtub when I was taking a bath. I, I was putting on, yeah, the lotions, and then it... it that tricksy little shadow just tried to chuck a, a chuck a plugged in toaster. He watches me while I masturbate. Anyway, uh, Gladiolo Hamisita <laughs> says, "Yo, uh, Monstro and Cage One. The first time I played it as a kid, I thought it was wild that he came out of nowhere and you were swallowed up. True, but then." The yeah. maze-like inside, where everything's the same but different, and if you fell the wrong way, you had to restart from a different spot. And if the ghost enemies were just out of reach at a spot that would make you fall, you couldn't open chests. I hated it. The True. tune of the music was so obnoxious after the hours I spent lost in there as a kid. I made up lyrics to them, which are still ingrained to in my head to this day. Awesome. Jim also, Jiminy Cricket, anyone? The only good Ugh. part of it was Riku content we got. I thought you liked games, or are you too cool to play the night you have the Keyblade? Uh... I wish you would have told us what the lyrics were. Yeah, dude, I need the lyrics. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to our friend Regular Pat, who did a song bracket with Keynode and uh, David Russell. And a very small wish, the song that uh, Gladiolo is talking about here mm -hmm. won. Because Pat's a freak. Yeah, that's fucking, that's fucking terrible. Vincent John says, Arendelle, <laughs> maybe because I played KH3 most recently, but it's just not exciting. You scale the mountain up and down a few times, and in between you get put in some random maze. The most amusing part of this world is the minigame where you slide down the no. hill, which says enough. No, cool boss battle design, though. Vincent John, doesn't he say, amazing, everything you said just said was wrong. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put in put in the Luke Skywalker yeah, yeah, yeah. quote. Star Wars. Huh? Star Wars, haha, <laughs> <laughs> banned. <laughs> um, Red the Super Namek says Cage 2 Timeless River First time through those damn cars Always running me over time True. and time again Leading to countless game overs Even on repeat playthroughs I have a hard time with them And don't get me started on the construction minigame On my first time through it took me a long while to beat it Because I couldn't beat every enemy in time Since I was so under leveled and had no idea what my abilities were Shame on me but it's still a memory That has stuck with me to this day <laughs> Cool art style and sound direction though True Energy Scott adds to his answer, uh, however, Sora looking so pleased with himself after singing, darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me is surprisingly funny. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 mm, I don't like that. He says that actually. Yeah. I, I, I actually like it more than Sebastian the crab saying it. Mm. Darling, it's better down yeah. where it's wetter. Take it from me. It's a crab, dude. Tell me they're having sex with crabs down there. Down where it's with, uh, yeah, boy, yeah, where it's with. Phil uh, Games says it's just going to be redundant at this point, but yeah, it's Cage to Atlantica. <laughs> Wildcat Diana, Diana says, no, don't do this to me. Country of Musketeers for me. Atlantica ruined our Little Mermaid song memories. Country of Musketeers ruins Mickey's Cage timeline and our patience with the DDD worlds. But I like that world. I do too. Uh, offstage Tax, shout out to Offstage, says Arendelle, because I don't need a rec recreation of a movie I've already seen. Roasted. Yeah, kind of roasted, Drew. Uh, Mai Logan says, Deep Jungle. Every time I play through KH1, I almost put it off so I don't have to play through that right at the beginning of my playthrough. 
You're a coward. You're a coward? <laughs> I was just like actually mad. You're a coward. You're, I'm molding and, and you're a coward. You're spineless. And <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, that world is the bad world at the beginning. Not Wonderland. Yeah, true, true. Shug says hot take, but I'm not a fan of Cage 2 Olympus. I've never been one for the dark and dreary in games, could never do Resident Evil or Silent Hill, and I find the whole underworld vibe depressing and boring. Yeah, but when it goes... That shit fire, though. Or... That shit fire, dude. It's good. Meteor Phoenix says, BBS has god-awful worlds, but probably the dwarf woodlands. It's just such a piece of shit world with absolutely horrid characters. The only highlight, if you can call it that, is Terra continuing his tradition of helping every single villain he comes across. True. Yeah, dude. Also, the things Dopey has done. <laughs> yeah, some people want to talk about Peter Pan being a pedophile. Look at Dopey. And the prince. <laughs> I mean, the prince really do walk up to a dead woman and kiss her on the lips. Yeah. Now, it works in his favor, but are we going to reward him for that? For that deviant behavior? That's extremely Speaking deviant. Speaking of deviant, the deviant one says, Frozen <laughs> slash Arendelle, I can't let it go. It felt like a chore to get through. The plot somehow was worse than the movie. And no, I don't want to build a snowman. I live in Minnesota. Snow has become the enemy. Now, as a Little Mermaid fan since birth, basically I had to defend Atlantica and KH1 as it gets too much hate. But in my opinion, KH2, I will give you that one. Ari, no. Mama, no. That shit fire. Original Dreamer 6 says, fucking Wonderland. I'm getting enraged just thinking about it. In KH1, they never told you what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So as a kid, I'm running through mm -hmm. every room about 20 times, getting pissed at the Heartless mm -hmm. while never knowing what I was supposed to be doing. Oh, God. And then there's Chain, mm -hmm. where I was stuck in Wonderland with such a low health bar and just mm -hmm. trying to understand the fucking card thing while avoiding Heartless because yep. fuck knows how to actually fight them when we didn't mm -hmm. pay attention to the tutorial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wonderland has left scars, boys. It has left scars. Thank you, Original Reaper 6. I hope you're okay. Uh, we, we will be praying for you. Yes. yes and your uh, family. We will be praying to our Lord uh, Simba. Yeah. I want to make an emote that's um, <laughs> just like enraged like Simba, but it has like two lion paws in front of it, like a pray emote. Because <laughs> every time I do Arendelle, I'm like, pray. every time we do it, I, uh, I do a Simba <laughs> finish, I'm like, pray to our Lord Simba. I go, I go, Amen. He's got like the woke eyes. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone said Simba, Amen. Iron Daddy says, look, man, the only right answer is Atlantica and Cage 2. Even with me loving the little Ronnie, that shit was bad. No, Ariel, I don't want to sing with you. I have to save the fucking universe. Swing this way, you Billy the Kid Lawrence says, Enchanted Dominion is kind of bland for me, but I mostly loathe the Keyblade Graveyard. It was cool when it first appeared, but by the time Cage 3 rolled around, after the mobile game and buildup, I was so done with it, and I still am. The Wasteland is just so gross and not exciting beyond its initial appearance in Birth by Sleep. I hope we don't get much more overkill of that place in the future, honestly. I would have preferred something like Scala being the main setting for the long end game in Cage 3 or something akin to the world that never was. Unique, beautiful, original, exciting. I still have Cage 3, but man, the end game feels like I'm playing in a drought. Bring on a new and exciting originality, Quadratum. Wait, Shibuya is not original? 
poggers. Oh my god. Zelda Strife says, You guys will not like me for this, but Deep Jungle. If I have to read a bad thing about Deep Jungle every time I'll do the song from now on. I hate almost everything about it. The vines are difficult to control, and I cannot tell you how frustrating those goddamn hippos were to jump across. The battle music having a wild time is the only redeeming quality. Tied with Deep Jungle is the grid from DDD so long and boring AF. Yeah, but you hacked the planet in that one. Checkmate. Atheist. Yeah. Not that Zelda Strife's an atheist. I was just saying atheist. Yeah, you're an atheist a in general. And if you are an atheist, that's cool too. Yeah, but you got checkmated, bitch. You did get checkmated then. That is something you'll have to accept. <laughs> uh, DB Grant says, This was a tougher question than I thought it was going to be. There are more bad worlds than good in Kingdom Hearts. Oh my so it's God. like asking to choose your least favorite child. In terms of just being ugly as sin, Neverland in Days takes the cake. But when I think about pure negative emotion towards a world, it has to be Twilight Town and KH3. It just let me down. You can't go anywhere. Those stupid full emotion wavy lines are an eyesore. And Pence's crusty line, Man, I can't wait to get to sleuthing, took two years off of my life. <laughs> His original voice He'll actor never get that would back. never say that. He'll never get that back. True. True. I, you know what? I'm really sorry for your loss, DP Grant. Uh, Nehemiah says, For me, it's got to be Arendelle from KH3. It's boring, and the world design is bland. Every time I replay KH3, I dread having to go up and down the dumb mountain again, all for little to no story development. True. Uh, HFD Space Junk says, Worst, worst world for me is a toss-up between Disney Town and BBS and the final world Ugh. in KH3. Disney Town was actually so annoying that it made me put the game down completely. Haven't picked it up since. And the final world was just too triggering for my vertigo. Constantly feeling like I'm falling while sitting on my couch made my head spin. Okay, I will say that the final world thing, you do got a point though. Because, like, collecting Sora's in the speedrun is a trigger, dude. That shit is not fun. I will tell you, that I, shit, I saved a minute on that one. That shit it. is not fun, dude. I, it's not fun, but I'm getting better at it, so I'm not mad. I hate that shit. No, uh, if you want to talk about bad for the speedrun, you're going to talk about Skull, and you're going to talk about Verum Rex. Okay, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Both dog shit. I can see that. Just awful times. I got double DM'd on my PB, dude. Ooh. By Skull, and I didn't do anything wrong. He just decided to be a dick. Bad RNG, dude. Anyway, Chip Cooper says, I've got to go with KH1 Atlantica. It changes up the gameplay in a way that isn't fun and is just annoying, and all the areas in the world look the same, so it's really easy to get lost. Also, that dolphin killed my mom. Yeah, dude. Okay. Everyone's always like, you know, you got to look out for sharks. Sharks are evil, and wow, sharks will kill your mom, but really... It's the dolphins the whole fucking time. So Orpheus Joshua wrote a Noisy Pickle article. Um, and I guess I'm reading it. <laughs> it says free exposure for Noisy Pickle. Yeah, go everybody goes and go to noisypickle.com and kh12.com. Yeah. Since Mike had to be lame and specify only... I'm going to read it in this voice, too. Since Mike had to be lame and specify only one least favorite world, I had some difficulty thinking of just one. 
It would be easy for me to rag on the majority of the Kingdom Hearts 2 worlds, since I find almost all of them to be pretty garbo and by far the worst in the series without a doubt. <laughs> Pushes up glasses. Atlantica and KH2 would probably be my least favorite, since I don't think anyone can justify its existence whatsoever. But to be a bit unique with this answer, I would have to settle on 100 Acre Wood. Very quirky. Very quirky. <laughs> Every world in Cage aside, aside from aside most, from most yeah, of the uh -huh. ones in Cage too, give me some semblance of enjoyment when it comes to traversing what they have to offer. Even Hundred Acre Wood in Cage One, they had pretty shit mini games, but really well incorporated treasures and small bits of exploration without it feeling out of place. Recoms didn't overstay its welcome. But it felt just right for how that game handled its Disney World and the biggest world kind of fun IMO. As for KH2's iteration, while it doesn't have the same degree of exploration and mystique that KH1's iteration had, its minigames were far more bearable and its general story and general scene direction were somewhat orgasmic. I wouldn't call these versions orgasmic, but they are varying degrees of passable. <laughs> I added orgasmic at like the one part I couldn't. Because <laughs> he says in the next line. No, that I was a real orgasmic. orgasmic. Yeah, he definitely did. That was a real orgasmic. KH3's iteration, though, is just god awful <laughs> and really saddens me. People have their own justifiable grapes with KH3, like Arendelle, Kyrie, etc. But honestly, there isn't really anything in the game that's as close to a deal breaker for me as Hundred Acre Wood. This world has such a unique, legitimately engaging prospect that's introduced by its end with Sora's connection to Pooh's growing weaker, but due to how brief the world is, this concept never gets its time to shine. I would have loved a similar length to KH1 and 2's iterations, where Sora would gradually come to terms with the fact that you have to sometimes move on from people, but that's okay, since the memories of those times will always stay engraved in his heart. But instead, it gets relegated quite haphazardly at, at the world's conclusion, and it feels like such a massive waste of potential. I know people don't care for this world all that much, which is fair, but with how inexcusably lazy this incorporation of it was, I don't think there's any defending it. Only one room, barely any interactions, reskin minigames, and that problematic delivery of its lesson disappointed me greatly. Next to Atlantica with KH2, which I find to just be a joke that the team thought would be funny, I find KH3's 100-acre word to be rushed, last-minute addition that did not add anything meaningful to the game as a whole. If this is a send-off for the 100-acre word, I'm going to be incredibly annoyed. This world deserves so much more justice than that for how much of a staple it's been since the very beginning. So then OJ does another post. <laughs> uh, I, I got to do a different voice, though, because it hurts my throat. I do wonder if the reason for its inclusion stemmed from it being in 1 and 2, <laughs> so it had to be in 3 due to that. If that is the case, then that's just sad. This is a purely hypothetical scenario, but it partially relates to the, so sorry for the rant. But part of why I love KH3 is that it has a firm grip on its identity and doesn't lean overly hard on the series' past ideas and incorporations to justify itself. It certainly stumbles, but its landings are mostly fantastic and it's courageous, so I can commend it for that. They were willing to take risks such as embracing DDD's type of story pacing, not having a traditional midpoint, everything in the ending, etc. Hundred Acre Wood is one of the few disgustingly blatant parts of the game that felt like it was leeching off the past in a non-beneficial way, just so it could be advertised. It feels hollow, which is the worst way anything in Kingdom Hearts game can feel. If they really did throw in this world solely for the history of being in 1 and 2 with a rushed on lesson on the end, that's just awful. 
I would say thank you, Orpheus Joshua, but I don't want to. <laughs> uh, everybody go go follow Orpheus Joshua on Twitter yeah. and tell him how much you hated that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> up next is I Escape, who says, as always, question, question, question of the week. Atlantica Cage 2. I know it's mostly everyone's thought, but I can't let it slide. Atlantica, I can't let you slide. You are not forgiven, Nomura, for having Donald Duck sing with his beautifully awful voice. I always skip that bad boy to the very end until I need the rewards for the Ultima Keyblade. I actually really enjoyed the change of gameplay in 1, and when they made it musical in 2, I'm just like, bruh, no. And King Triton, I wish they explored the legend of the Keyblade that Triton heard of in this world. Honorable mention, the Three Musketeer world in DDD, after playing Cage Street, it makes me wish all the games would have gotten that NPC treatment. The worlds in DDD and BBS feel the most empty, so even though these worlds can be fun, it just feels weird. <laughs> Alright, Wrath, Wrath of Rebellion on Twitch says <laughs> Jesus my most favorite totally best absolute amazing world in cage has to be Atlantica that was not the question Zach I remember the cold harsh winter nights I was cold brr, super freezy and I didn't I didn't to warm off okay I turned on the PS2 and went to the super weird cutscene once I entered the beautiful lush world of Atlantica Sora was basically strip-teasing me by taking off his shirt and <laughs> pants and revealed a big, giant merman's tail. Ah. I feel like I should say, ooh-ooh, right there, even though he didn't type it. I remember I used to have the fucking hots for that tail. The moment I saw that tail and Sora's smile, <laughs> I God. knew love was real. Thank you for letting me explain why Atlantica is the worst world in Cage. I'm deplorable. Smile. <laughs> Should I be less mm, out there with these answers? <laughs> Zach, let me tell you. Never change, my friend. Never change. Never change. Never change. Anybody. Uh, Rox is Oblivion. They them says, Wonderland legitimately got me to quit KH as a kid and not revisit for years, given the awkward maze and flipping rooms, then topping it off with the Trick Master. As an adult, I'll say Monstro for some of the same reasons. Yes. Any question that anybody yeah. that answers Wonderland is right. Yeah, they're they're a saint, honestly. And Thank they're getting modded. Oblivion. Yeah, we're modding you. <laughs> Scary Trees 2 says, Hi, guys. It's been a while. So I may be alone, but I didn't enjoy the Pirates World in Cage 3 as much as I would have liked. <clears throat> it was just too poorly executed for everything it had to offer. It's like, Hey, Sora, I'm going to let you drive this boat. The ocean's yours. Then Sora drives two knots in an instant cutscene. Instant clunky ship battle and race to the shore. Then it's time to collect a million crabs for absolutely no reason other than to create a time sink. Don't get me wrong. I love the idea of the world and what you can do, but poor execution. Two out of ten hidden Mickeys for me. Although the scene that Sora straight up just punches Davy Jones had me like, damn, Sora. Also for last week's, West, last week's question, favorite quote was from your Lord and Master Roxas. Looks like my summer vacation is over. Also, Mickey. Now, Sora, let's close this door for good. KH1 voice, not the do-over in 0.2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Kyrie's Bro says, question of the week. My least favorite Kingdom Hearts world out of all games is Space Paranoids in both KH2 and DDD. I absolutely dislike Sora, Donald, Goofy being turned into data. Leave my boy alone, goddammit. You know Anson the Wise has some crazy shit on that computer. Someone call the FBI. I think we have a candidate for Pedotier. True. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you hear that, everybody? Kyrie's world does not like Benoids. <laughs> Tyler Tylerim says... <laughs> Deep Jungle is the worst world for me. It's a worse Arendelle. You're either going up to the treehouse or down to the camp, back and forth, back and forth. It's annoying. Jason, I think we need to find a new mod. 
<laughs> uh, Karrison Ford says, I really don't like the Pride Lands from Cage 2. The world just seems big and empty. I get that's kind of the point because the hyenas make everything desolate and barren, but it's just not an appealing environment to me. I also really don't enjoy the Sora Lion model. Hmm. Well, I'm honestly surprised that that's the first time that that answer has popped up. Yeah, I, I really don't like Cage 2. Uh, I mean, I, I like Lion King. I like Simba better as a summon. I said it. Dude, that fucking move is OP, though. I know, but, like, it's not fun being a lion. It is fun being a lion. No. And you know that that's my truth. Maybe in real life, not in Cage. <laughs> Mr. Trumpeter 7-Eleven says, Atlantica is my least favorite world, but specifically in Cage 1. Now that we've been graced with the combat system in Cage 3, the combat in Cage 1 feels way too clunky. I don't fault it for that, but it's definitely a downside of the game as a whole when comparing to other games. Add in the shitty movement from Atlantica with the clunky combat system, and it's just recipe for a nightmare smile. True. APK. 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 1186 says, narrowing it down to the single least favorite world is admittedly challenging, as there are several of them that would fit that banner due to their gameplay story or even the music that plays in that world. No matter how much I love the song Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo, I can't regulate Castle of Dreams that ranking, so I'll have to go with Wonderland from KH1. The gameplay in this world frustrated me to no end, leaving me feeling like I never knew what the game wanted me to do. I ended up quitting for days at a time with how angry it made me. Wonderland may be the single greatest reason why I haven't revisited OG KH since first playing it. Wow. That's actually a common answer that people didn't want to play KH1 after playing Wonderland. Yeah. You understandable. Think, you think they'd lead with their best foot forward there, but... Kyrie's smoking hot grandma says, okay, this is a really unpopular opinion, but KH1 Hollow Bastion is my least favorite. Okay. Only because I'm too monkey brain to figure out what to do and where to go without looking at guys. <laughs> Plus those stupid flying heartless shitting all over me because of my low MP. <laughs> oh, wait, what is this conversation? They had? Kyrie's bro replied, wow, that's a take. Is it because Kyrie's grandma probably died there? Big oof. And then Kyrie's smoking out grandma says, Kyrie's grandma's dead? And Kyrie's bro says, yeah, it was like 10 years after Kyrie left Hollow Bastion, and Kyrie's grandma was like 100 years old already, rip grandma. And then Kyrie's smoking out grandma said, LOL, rip grandma, imagine being that sexy at 100 <laughs> years old. And then there's like the thirst emoji. <laughs> All right, and then finally, uh, Tennille, a new member of our Discord. Welcome. Hello, Tennille. I says, ooh, Port Royal and KH2, especially the first visit, is one of my least favorite parts of the series. So dark and muddy looking, especially on the OG PS2. Plus, dealing with the pirates is such a pain. The voice acting for Jack Sparrow, Elizabeth, Will, and Barbosa is just lacking. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, dude. Dude, what is your answer for this question of the week? Dude, that's my that's my answer. Really? Yeah. 100%, dude. Okay. Especially, like, having done the rando and shit, like, so many times, like... My least favorite fucking world to go to is that world, even with the things that they've done to make that world better. And like, it's just, it throws off like just the flow so much. That fucking room where you just have to be in there for a fucking whole minute or whatever, that shit's fucking AIDS. The fucking, they're sniping you and then like, I don't know, just fuck the whole, you can't damage them at all. Yeah, that's when, pretty bad. Like, if it was reduced damage, okay. But at all, it's just fucking ridiculous to me. And then, less like, 
the voice acting is absolutely terrible. Every single one of them. Absolutely terrible. Bro, throw on some shade at my man James Arnold Taylor, dude. It's terrible. He, he, his isn't like the absolute worst to me. It's fucking... It's Elizabeth's that really tilts me, dude. Do you believe in ghost stories, Mrs. Swan? Like... Or you better start believing in ghost stories, Miss Swan, <laughs> because you're in one. <laughs> like, it's so fucking bad, dude. It is pretty bad. Like, they just pulled somebody from the fucking office and was like, hey, can you do, like, the fucking... Kira Knightley! Okay, yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it, like, one Captain time. Jack Sparrow! She had only seen the first movie at this point, even though they had all three had been out at this point. She'd only seen the first one. And then... They were like, yeah, that's good enough. Did you expect them to get like Orlando Bloom in there or what, though? No. But they could have had somebody who actually heard the fucking voice because somebody, whoever was in there, clearly hadn't. Yeah. Are you ready for my answer? Are you ready? Dude, what if you hit me with a curveball and you were like deep jungle, dude? Just so I could sing the song again? <laughs> no. I actually thought about saying that. It's funny that you that you brought that up because I actually thought I go I could say Deep Jungle for the meme, but I love Deep Jungle. My least favorite world in Kingdom Hearts three. In three or in any, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said cage. I sorry, I I, I cage. That's not the question. It's literally that I asked, and this world literally isn't cage three, so I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why I said that. Um, My least favorite world in Kingdom Hearts is Agrabah. Which one? Take your pick. All of them. Yes. Yes. Honestly, I hate Agrabah. Yeah, that's a really good answer. I hate Agrabah. I hate Cage 2 Agrabah. Especially Agrabah 2. No. Second visit. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm specifically thinking of dumbass fucking 358 version. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of 358, and that one's bad too. Absolutely fucking terrible. Agrabah is terrible no matter what game it's in. Even Dark Road, Agrabah sucked. Yeah. I hate Dark, or I hate Agrabah. I hate Dark Road, but I hate Agrabah. Uh, Even Agri- more. Agrabah's terrible. We should never have to go there ever. Aladdin should be incarcerated. And Homer. And and Homer. Homer Simpson. <laughs> hey, hell. <laughs> Fucking. What the, what a, what a terrible impression of Robin Williams. Yeah. What is, what are, what are just, they're just, he doesn't even, like, I get he's the voice actor for Homer, but like, uh, like they were, somebody else they could have just been like you know you're doing your homer voice right? <laughs> and he just goes no oh! like you think you think that's what he said yeah i think so hey uh dan his name is dan hey dan uh you're being a little homery in there oh! why i oughta <laughs> they're strangling the the director oh my god you think that's what, I, that must be why they that's, left it that's literally that's gotta happened. be what happened yeah it's gotta it's be the holy explanation. Hey, uh, I don't know why I did that voice with like the drink. <laughs> hey, uh, Dan, Dan, hey, uh, you're you're uh, you're a little homery in there. Hey, Dan, I don't know why I did that voice for that. That was weird. <laughs> anyway, um, that's my answer is Agra, more like Agra, Agra, bruh, Agra, bruh, 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 bruh. Anyway, bruh. uh, Jason. What, what, you got any good ideas for the question of the week next week, dude? Okay, okay. I actually have a better answer, dude. Oh, shit. I have a better Switching answer. Switching it up on us, dude. I actually have the number one answer, and nobody said it, dude. Okay. Nobody fucking said it, dude. Nobody had the foresight. Nobody had the foreskin. And 
Yeah, I know. Ridiculous, right? And nobody was quirky enough, but I am quirky enough to answer this. Quirk it up, dude. Let's do it. The end of the world. Absolutely trash fucking world, mm. dude. Absolutely trash. You have to fight wave after wave after wave. They get every single room. What are you doing? You're just fighting wave after fucking wave of the most dog shit enemies in the fucking game. That's right. We're talking about Invincible. Trump? What? No. <laughs> That's not a Donald Trump you voice. You were doing the hands. You were doing okay, the hands okay, like him. Yeah, so? I was like, wait, why is Donald Trump here? <laughs> Donald Trump hates the end of the world. He's trying to cause it. Anyway, anyway. Thank you for fucking calling me Donald Trump. Dude, you were doing the hands. Anyway, he doesn't own this, okay? <laughs> but you were doing he a does... voice, too. Okay. He doesn't own doing a tape. voice? Yeah, I'm going to play back the tape, and you're <laughs> definitely doing Donald anyway, Trump. Yeah. The fucking Invincibles and the dumbass angels. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. The Invincibles. They're very fucking stupid. These are not smart people. They're the Invincibles. Not, they're not good. They're not good people. Um, they're not good people. So, okay. These Invincibles. Can I tell you? These angels. These behemoths. Can I tell you what's worse, actually? I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna Uno reverse you right no, now. No, dude, you're not. It's impossible. I, no, I'm going to, because the answer, and you made me think of it by talking about this, is the Keyblade Graveyard in BBS. True. With the tornadoes. The only redeeming quality of that world is the Pog Baby. True. Otherwise, it's three rooms, mm-hmm. and one of them is a CBT. Sometimes life is CBT. Unless you're playing as Terra. No, even then it sucks. Sometimes Terror, life fast. Sometimes life is CBT without the C and the B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just torture. Yeah. And that is the Keyblade Graveyard in BBS. And the true cock and ball torture is when you can't even get cock and ball tortured. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's just torture. It's exactly what that's exactly what Lego Yoda's force ghost was thinking, dude. They're like stabbing you in like the hand and you're yeah. like, Can you just go to my balls, please? And they won't do it. Yeah. Or you're a force ghost. And so you physically can't CBT All yourself. right, well, anyway, uh, next, week's, <laughs> next week's question comes I from our friend Lagney. Shout-outs to Lagney. No. And he says, what is the best or worst thing about Kingdom Hearts coming to PC? No CBT. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so that's the question of the week for next week. What is the best or worst thing about Kingdom Hearts coming to PC? Okay. So please answer that. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Answer Report Podcast. An absolute banger. This, You're welcome. Dude, dude, this was a good episode. You're I, welcome. I It's it's crazy <laughs> how every, every week... I don't know, I'm sorry, dude, the Donald Trump too. Every week, we can just limp. We can, we can just jerk this limp dick of a podcast and make it hard. Yeah, dude. Anyway, hard as Jason fuck, Jason fucking dude. hit him with it. Hard as fuck. May your heart... Be your guiding key. Thank you. Fuck off. <laughs>